you tell I'm in denial? You can't stay at the top forever. I was also very surprised when I looked at the, my phone and saw Joe Girardi dismissed. Well, I I think mine were with common sense. I think now belongs in the all-time greats top 10. Boston, I really think only got to this point because of a guy named Chris Middleton being out for the Bucks. That power play just was unbearable. It was incredibly, it was humming. Man, am I happy. I, I knew that this was going to happen. I knew he was going to come back. When I think of New York Yankees now, it's Judge. Probably people in the past when Jeter was coming up. I would be shocked. A little bit hurt. Hey, this is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, texasfootball.com, and Valley Sports Southwest. You are listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our MLB Opinions of the Week. Now we're going to talk about the NL. We talked about the AL earlier this week. And uh, I'm Kevin, joined by the man that uh, roots for Arson Judge. Yeah, I. Oh, Judge, I, I, he's been playing well, but sometimes they just walk him, and then his usefulness is less than expected. I remember a game two weeks ago. He had like four walks or three walks in the game and no hits. Like he had three walks, no hits. So they just kind of neutralized all of his effectiveness. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure the Giants would enjoy it, but yeah, the Giants. Let's just go right there. We started with the AL West last time. Let's go NL, or actually, we're at the end of this, so worked out. Uh, we will get to the Giants in a little bit, but did this in the video earlier this week. We're given a reason why this team's successful or failing. And Dodgers, same old, same old. They're leading the division and just have some incredible players. Yeah, Uh it just seems every year with the Dodgers at this point, they are consistently at the top of their division. And if they're not winning the division, they still have a great contending team. And that's what we have here. Yeah, I don't really have much. This team, though, I'm pretty excited for it. The Diamondbacks, influx of energy. Yeah, uh, Zach Gowan and Merrill Kelly have been great. Uh, Corbin Carroll, rookie of the year candidate, and then, so many other hitters have just been uh, amazing. And after a lackluster year last year, this year they have, like we, like you said, a great influx of energy and culture that uh, they can really build upon. Now we go to Arson Judge, formerly with the Giants for two hours, pitching. Yeah, the pitching of... Uh, San Francisco has kept him above 500. Uh, Logan Webb, Alex Cobb have really been a catalyst for this team. Their hitting has been good. It just – Brandon Crawford struggled at, to start the year. But if they can get him going uh, along with Alex Cobb, Alex Wood, and Logan Webb pitching uh, at the same effectiveness, they could be a dangerous team come playoff time because you really only pitch three starters anyway. Yes, yes, that is something we'll see, and it is an expanded playoffs. Maybe they pull 2020 Giants. We will have to see. This team, though, I had higher expectations. Padres, just poor team effort. Yeah, it seems like they're not enthralled. And we we, we saw this issue before with Tatis and Machado got into it uh, a couple years back before the, the Tatis suspension. 
but now it, it just seems like there's a lack of energy, a lack of work, a lack of trying hard. And that, that comes with veterans on their team like Matt Carpenter, Nelson Cruz, Rugena Dorr. Guys have been on playoff runs before, but uh, here they're just – they're not being led. Their top guys are just lackluster. And the pitching really hasn't done well or I thought it would be better. It's, it's really tough. But now a team that just has commitment issues, the Colorado Rockies, they just don't want to be bad, but they also don't want to be good. They won't. They like they're right on the line of good and bad. Yeah, and that, that it's a dangerous spot to be because there's no hope for a future success, no hope for a current success. And you're, like I mentioned in the NBA video uh, for the draft, uh, or the, for the parody video, actually, I said that the uh, it's despair. The worst place to be, in my opinion, is in the middle, where there's no hope for future, no hope for the past. And that's where we're, really where we are for the Rockies, a team that has had some good years in the past, but there's no real hope that this year they're going to make a playoff push or next year they're going to be uh, younger. Uh, they still have a lot of young guys, I mean, older guys on their team, Charlie Blackman, Chris Bryant, uh, Daniel Bard. All those players are playing well, but you can't carry a team with just three guys. Yeah, uh, this isn't basketball where you can have three guy players. This is a team sport. And to me, baseball is one where you have to decide, am I going to pay a bunch and have some future, or am I just going to sign some middle guys and see how it goes to just bring some more attendance? That's just where it is right now, and we they need to commit one way or the other. Now we go to the NL Central Brewers relief pitching. You found that incredible stat about Devin Williams. Yes, his ERA plus is 763. That means he's 663% better than the average pitcher ERA-wise. Incredible. And there's a good bit of other guys pitching well and not really pitching, and this really helped him close out games that they had the lead in. Very true. Now we're moving on to the Pirates. They have veteran leadership compared uh, the opposite of what the Padres have. It's great to see Andrew McCutcheon back in the Pirates uniform. Yeah, and his leadership, along with Carlos Santana and Rich Hill, who we talked about in an earlier video. Go check that out if you haven't already for MLB favorite early storylines. But uh, they, they've really been a catalyst for this team. All of them are playing decent. Uh, McCutcheon's pit, uh, playing well. Uh, Rich Hill is pitching well. Santana's playing okay, but that leadership from guys that, again, have been in this league forever uh, really does improve the team morale and helps them learn from a, a pseudo-father figure. Something that there is a father figure on that team. He's been injured. Adam Wainwright, we just said a balance in extremes. They were extremely bad, but now they're on an extreme hot streak. And that's why they're in the middle of this division. Yeah, the Cardinals have really been a team of streaks, and Goldschmidt has played amazing again to start the year, but Arenado has really struggled, and that's kind of doomed the early start. But now they're getting guys back healthy, and they're getting better starts from their starters, and they're getting better play from Brennan Donovan and other guys on their uh, starting lineup. So they're playing very well recently, but they also sucked at the beginning of the year. So like you mentioned, it's a balancing of extremes. Now, a team that's creating a new culture, the Reds. They have some young guys. Spencer Steers seems to be playing well. I'm just also interested in how Hunter Green plays. He has four losses, but 
he can just throw the ball at an incredibly high rate. And that's something where uh, it's just having these guys learn and getting young guys to build this new culture. New culture. Yeah, and a new culture was definitely something that needed to happen because the Reds, I mean, we heard about their owner basically selling everybody that was good. Castellanos, uh, Trevor Bauer after he won a Cy Young. Uh, they just move off of these guys immediately because they don't want continued success. But the young guys that they've drafted and brought up to the minors have really improved the team. And having an old guy like Joey Votto kind of get the culture going, it, it's refreshing to see that they don't, uh, they aren't horrible and that they play competitive games. Yes, and a team where they have more questions than answers. They have some answers in Dansby Swanson. I think Justin Steele is an answer for a starting pitcher, but there are a lot more questions, and that's why they're bad. They, it's There is a glimmer of hope, but right now it's figuring out who, who plays third base, who plays first. Trey Mancini is not playing well. Uh, neither is Eric Cosmer. Uh, it's just filling those pieces around them to have a well-built team. Yeah, but they've, they've made some good additions, and their starting pitching's been good, but it just seems like there's something missing, uh, whether it's a culture piece, a managerial piece, or another piece uh, to the roster. Some Something's the reason why they're uh, not that they're fourth in a division that has the Reds and Pirates built above them with something I wouldn't have expected both of them to be. Yes, and we were talking about the Chicago Cubs. I don't think I mentioned their name, but we were talking about the Cubs. We'll have to see. I do like their future, but they need to figure out answers. Yeah. Now to the final division, which is the NL East. The Atlanta Braves. Everything going right. Acuna, MVP candidate. We talked about that in the early storylines, but also Sean Murphy could be an MVP candidate. And it's there. They have two young pitchers and it's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, the uh, Strider elder is kind of falling off, but he's still pitching. Well, Jesse Chavez, a 39 year old with a great ERA and one of their best uh, relievers to start the year. There's no holes in his team. They have good relief pitching, good starters, good team. And, all that combines to a great uh, team overall. Now we go to the Marlins, who, as hinted in the previous video, improved hitting. Yuri Gurriel was called up. I like that signing, um, and it's uh, but it was a minor league deal, so it looks like he's up. And Arias has been incredible. Yeah, and both of them are hitting over three hundred. They're they're they needed that hitting to combat uh, the lackluster uh, production in that stat previously, and. Obviously, they already had good pitching beforehand, so that one just continues, and that's why they're above 500. Now we go to the Mets starting pitching. I thought they were better off without DeGrom. Looks like they're not. Justin Verlander, injuries, and they it, the starting pitching has not been as a, good as it was last year. Yeah, uh, it, it really hasn't, and that was what we relied on starting the year. When we made our predictions – we're like, oh, that's why the team's going to be good. And now it's the reason why they've struggled. And that's something that should be concerned, but I think is also easily fixable if they get back to where we expect them to be. Yes, they'll probably figure it out. I'm just getting my kicks in right now for the Mets. Now we go to the Phillies. New guys failing. 
Trey Turner hasn't been great. Tyler Walker has an ERA above five. And it's new guys who I thought were going to really make an impact haven't made an impact, and that's why they're low in this division. Yeah, and it really makes me wonder where uh, they're headed because the Phillies last year had a great uh, end-of-the-year bad start. Can they really do that back-to-back years? That's a very good question, and I do not have the answer for it. We'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. Now, the final team, it's just rookies learning. It's the young guys getting called up and just seeing what they have and how long do they have to take. And that, of course, is the Washington Nationals. Yeah, but I'm, I'm loving how this team's heading. Them and the Reds, I'm really excited for their five years in the future uh, team because it seems like they're building it right. And the, this Nationals team isn't horrible. Are they not good? Yeah. But they're young, they're learning, and they're getting a little licks in now so they don't have to get them in later. That's, that's a great outlook to have for it. And I do agree. I'm excited with the Reds and their pitching staff, and it looks like they have a lot of young guys coming up. And from the Nationals, too. We'll have to see what they got in that trade. I know Mackenzie Gore was on Pitching Ninja highlights. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. And uh, we'll definitely revisit that trade sometime. Now, that's the end of our NL reasons. Let's know what we forgot. Make sure to check out the AL1. Make sure to stay up to date with our Instagram, Twitter, or hit that like button and hit the bell button on YouTube to stay updated. We appreciate all the love. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.